Are you ready to get all started now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, 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 and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Did you miss us? We're back, back, back again to bring you a whole nother season of full coverage of Drag Race. This time we are all stars, baby. Ooh, season six. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready for this jelly, everybody. Let's get Ooh. 16. Let's get you know, 16. <laughs> Sixteen, Miss Tina is coming, so get yes, ready. I'm ready, girl. Tina, people told me I was white for tweeting that meme. What? On Twitter, some rando. Why? What does? Wait, I don't understand. I posted a meme about um. Everyone's like on this on All Star Six. We're having Beyonce's mom. <laughs> and then some random person that doesn't even follow us was like, "That is some white people." tweets and young white people at that that is a reach like i don't even understand what channels that person watches or what kind of media they consume like it's obviously you dipshit it's the excitement about beyonce enter comedic timing pause mom yeah beyonce's mom you dumb fuck get off our timeline i know i did not respond i did not engage with the trolls that's good yeah. was this sherry's burner account or something it probably <laughs> That's an egg account. Let's scramble that hoe. I mean, now that you mention it, the the person's name was Trallison Mossy. So, uh, oh, oh, well, we know where they stand then. Yeah, it could be her <laughs> long lost burner account. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I don't know, girl. Like, I was like not even upset because I was like, you don't even know who we are because we have people of color on our show, so you can go fuck yourselves. That's right. Read them down. Sorry, no one's diminishing Beyonce's mom's fame. I don't know. No one's disrespecting Tina Knowles. At all. And she has a whole segment on her Instagram called Corny Joke Time. So come on. You're clearly not into the gig. Yeah, girl. Anyways, besides the trolls, uh, (laughs) how's everyone's week been going? Uh, This week has been challenging. It's just, um, you know, the usual work stuff I'm not allowed to complain about openly. But, you know, we all deal with that. It's not real estate. I'll say that much. (laughs) The curtain has been pulled back. Uh, But, you know, we're all good. I know how to say no and take breaks and walk away. Yes, girl. What about you, Stoney? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Um, Not a whole lot. Just trying to get through the weeks, girl. Like, June has been very busy for me, so ready to get on to the july month oh yeah all of your pride orgies yeah uh, just <laughs> keeping me busy i can't get any sleep i feel you girl once i once i become a skinny legend i'll probably join the festivities Ooh. but um over here everything's been good it's just we're having a heat wave currently in the west you are melting over there yeah so if you hear a loud roar that's my air conditioning so i don't die <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's like going to be around 110 degrees for the next three days. So uh, send your well wishes. If I'm still on Twitter by the time you hear this, then um, I'm still alive. And that's good news. That is bonkers. Yes, girl. Crazy. (laughs) 
But um, but yeah, other than that, not too much has really been going on here. So I think we should probably just jump right into the show, girl. We have a lot to talk about. Ooh, let's get into it. Uh, honest tea. Hey, everybody. We are back for our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happens in this week's double premiere of the all-stars six show episode two podcast drops tomorrow get excited yes we couldn't leave you hanging so buckle up yes girl um so at the top of the show uh no one has sashayed away god (laughs) when are they gonna start sending hoes home wait we just got here like i just put on a fresh stiletto fresh wig glue like this is a new season queen yeah this is no longer down under sorry i was i'm just having i think i'm still having season 13 ptsd Ah, we've escaped hell All right. So uh, let's go ahead and quickly talk about the entrances. I just wrote down little things about the ones that stood out to me. So I'm probably not going to cover everybody's entrance. That's totally fair. You know, this is all stars. We know these queens. I feel like we should only dive into our faves. Yes, girl. I'll just go ahead and maybe say a couple. And then if you guys want to say any of yours, we'll go that way. So Jan giving us chromatical realness. Love this entrance look. Oh, Jan. She um, does not disappoint. She comes to play. Jan knows she's not here for another face crack. So she is serving the children. She sure is, girl. (laughs) Um, Next one to talk about would be Raja, who generally I liked her outfit, but I didn't understand why she was wearing a hoodie under her dress. But other than that, I really, really loved her boots and her wig is very pretty. Yeah. So I actually, I did not mind this look at all. It's a little, it's very street glam, this look. It's the hoodie and the gown, the accented boots, just super pronounced. It's a little much, but not too much. It's just right. I um, can see people's confusion, but I was feeling this fashion moment. A little more casual, but still cute. Yes, I liked it. I thought it was kind of like a superhero-like look in a way, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to clarify that I did not hate Raja's look. It just was like... Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my storyline, Stony. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Know it yet. oh, my God. <laughs> so rude. Uh, next look to talk about is Ginger feeling froggy. Oh my goodness. This was ugly on purpose, listeners. Everybody calm down. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was ugly on purpose, but also like Ginger's not known for good looks. So we're just like, oh, Ginger. <laughs> but it's still all like her personality, though. So I still appreciated the look. If you look closely, there's detail there. It was meant to be gaudy and out the box and make you raise an eyebrow so if you know you know no yeah get into it girl (laughs) um the other entrance i liked was jara sophia i hope you like it doggy style Ooh, especially during pride month kinky yes i was living for this little gold pup fantasy i liked it i like queen yara and all her all her kookiness so i was super into it i love that like dramatic ass hat from scarlet too oh yeah i i don't know how i feel about the hat but her i really really like her dress <laughs> it's very um sultry southern belle i know she does that so well i feel like the southern belle even though she is like a new york queen <laughs> 
Yeah. Most definitely. I think probably my favorite entrance look, though, is Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Like, that blue dress was fabulous. That was the perfect cookie monster blue. It absolutely was. I love the hair. It's like um, Princess Jasmine goes to Chicago for a weekend. She got a few extra inches (laughs) and a snack. I was here for it. Yeah, girl. That hair is like all the way out the door in the parking lot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, it was. And then she threw the carbs at the queens yes. like hostile carbs <laughs> <laughs> they're like ew gross <laughs> she's like whatever bitch <laughs> and what about akira looking like a jar of like the most expensive honey and all that gold oh yeah and she came safe with her face mask <laughs> yes. you gotta respect that absolutely partial partially safe queen there <laughs> yes girl <laughs> My other probably tie for top look slash entrance would be Kylie Sonique Love because she like looked like pure sex and just like the music they played. She had attitude and she had a great entrance line. You've got female. Oh, I love that. She's not here to play. So everyone needs to get ready and do your Googles and Wikipedias if you don't know who this queen is. Yes, I loved her look. It was amazing. I love the shade um, at RuPaul's show. Yeah, you gotta love the shade, girl. <laughs> She was just on TV performing with Miley Cyrus, too. So that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miley keeping the queens working. Yes, girl. All right. So those are the entrance looks that I thought enough of to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then RuPaul comes in to welcome the girls. She explains the rules, which are mostly what we are used to. However, she does say this season there will be a game in a game. What do you think that could be? This game within a game, the only thing I could really put my finger on is maybe behind the scenes after the first elimination and there's like at least two queens, they start having them do the same challenges like behind the scenes and then maybe in the end at a certain point, whoever did the best within that group will rejoin everyone. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I think. Like the last... Last Chance Kitchen type thing. Mm-hmm. They've also done it on Top Model. But I mean, they've also brought girls back before. Like after four queens get eliminated, they'll bring one back. So I feel like it would not be like the twist of all twists or whatever. Like I feel like it has to be something different. Like what if, I don't know, what if like the people still in the competition end up just getting eliminated and they bring back all the eliminated girls or something. Well, weren't they talking about making it more kind of like challenge style and like Big Brother style with this season? So that's the only thing that makes me think that the queens are going to be working for their spot. Unlike, you know, we're coming off of Down Under. Oh, Art, you're like my favorite. So come back. Right. Um, I don't know if it'll be any of that. I hope not, girl. I don't want any more of that shit going on. No. All right. Well, then next, RuPaul welcomes another queen to the competition. (laughs) Her name is Miss Piggy, and her wig is laid, and she is looking fierce. (laughs) Miss Piggy is just as fabulous as I remember her. She will always be a queen in my heart. Yes. We love Miss Piggy. Yes, we do. Like a childhood icon. (laughs) (laughs) So for this week's maxi challenge, the library is open. Wait, are oh, you goodness. sure? It's it's really early. Are you? Sh- is it? 
is library open? It's super early. Like I have, to, I'm like rolling through the checkout history to see if I can remember what was said. Yeah, li- library was open at 7 a.m. Now, <laughs> dang, that's so early. Let's look at these reads that were turned in. <laughs> yeah, girl. I feel like um, they ordered the girls in best reads to worst reads, so we ended on a nice sour note. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger was absolutely the best slaying all of the girls. Sometimes the queens take a moment to like warm up, but Ginger is just like ready. Yeah, Ginger is really great. I just love how Jan was just reading everyone to Phil. <laughs> oh, Jan was not trying to like make it funny. She was like, here's what we don't like about you. I know. Seriously. <laughs> it was just like, you're stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Why are you here? <laughs> The Holy Trinity, bad attitude, bad teeth, bad looks. I'm like, damn, girl, tell us how you really feel. You could have just said, well, your name's Trinity. (laughs) We know you were first, but sorry, sis. (laughs) Yes, girls. That was kind of like just funny. Everyone was like, wow, that went left real quick. Oh, yeah. Hard to call that Jan. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, I don't know. There weren't any reads that were like really too, too stand out to me. I thought it was all kind of like, eh, just like casual shade. Par for the course. Yeah, nothing like All-Stars 2 or anything like that. It's <laughs> no. not going to feel super fresh either because you have to remember, listeners, that a lot of these queens, sure, they're back on the show and in front of cameras, but... They tour together in a post-COVID world. They're all already pretty good friends, some of them. So it does feel very like everyday shade. Most definitely, except for Jam, because she has not been able to tour yet. So that's <laughs> that's why she came with the hard shade. There's some built-up um, energy there. <laughs> yeah, some frustration. <laughs> there you go. That's the word. Yes, girl. All right. We move right on into this week's Maxi Challenge, where the girls will be performing in the Variety Extravaganza. Yes, we love a talent show. We sure do. Serena Cha-Cha immediately shows us her talent, getting out of drag. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Way to go, Serena. I was like, it's not time for the show yet, Serena. (laughs) She was ready. She She was was fucking ready to go home. She was fucking ready. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't, you know, all the girls are just sort of figuring their talents out and practicing and getting ready to go. So I figured we can just go down the line and discuss the talents. Hmm. That sounds like a plan. Who did we like the best? Ooh, I would say one of the best ones was the first queen that went, Jan. Y'all need to give Jan her roses and flowers and all the things. Maybe the nice weeds, not the raggedy weeds, but the weeds that grow that look pretty. Give her those too. Because she sang down, like, she's got like a, how do you describe it? You Kind of like an Adam Lambert, like this kind of glam rock power to their voice when they hit those notes like she slayed it and it was a great opening number it was i feel like it was really good because it like kind of opened the show for us and like it was just like i don't know it's just like the best vocals out of anybody from the singing people (laughs) and you don't have to be a singer of course but i mean this is her raw talent like let's recognize it and i think she was the only one singing live too 
to be absolutely fair. <laughs> correct. That's confirmed. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know what Jan did in life to like get this fucked over, but like <laughs> something happened, girl. Like, that's the only explanation. Like, you know, maybe she like broke a mirror like six years ago. I don't know. <laughs> Jan for All Stars 8. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's episode one. And this look was like very like drag pop star. It's something yeah. that you'd see if Jan were like a regular performing artist full time, mm-hmm. like out here selling records. It's probably like something you'd see her wear on tour. It was a good performance. Yeah, that was like definitely some Ariana Grande look, I think. You know, she mm-hmm. would wear that. She had the ponytails. Like, I don't know. What more can she do? <laughs> All right, next we have Pandora Box, who's lip syncing to her song Ridiculous. I can't dance, but I look okay. I was like, work, same. I relate. She was giving us some glamour grunge. You know, this was fun. I enjoy seeing Pandora back on the show, especially having the history that they do with Drag Race and seeing what they've done before, seeing this refresh approach from Pandora it did excite me yes I thought it was super fun because it's definitely like old school drag like this is definitely like let's go and like see a drag queen in a club somewhere like I just loved it they're gonna make us laugh they're gonna give us a cute number we're gonna give them tips yes (laughs) yeah and I I forget which queen was like oh Pandora is probably gonna be in the bottom because her performance was one note but I kind of disagree like that like you guys were saying it is more of the old school drag type like she was telling us a story but it was also a song that she was lip syncing to. So I think that she did great. I don't know. And I liked her um, her milky titties that squirted at the end. <laughs> <laughs> a multifaceted and considerate queen. She made you yes. laugh. Like that's basically, you know, like some of these queens, I feel like they go out there and they start singing and they all want us to buy their single and stuff. And it's like, I mean, I know Pandora has a single too for hers, but it's just kind of like, what are you doing different than everyone else? You know what I mean? And Pandora made us laugh. So she gets points for that. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh, Next we have Jiggly Caliente, who uh, is also lip syncing and dancing to her own song. I think that it was mostly good, but I thought she was kind of lacking a little bit of energy and excitement to her performance. I did too. And let me say, I'm not a professional solo performer, but the three of us have seen enough live shows and a couple of us have performed on enough stages <laughs> where no matter what you're doing, you have to absolutely have that energy. It's already exciting enough that it's your song. You've got like this new look since the last time you've been on the show. Like this is when you need to come out full Beyonce Gaga power and like give us the opening moment, like reintroduce yourself nice and strong and powerful and it is nerve wracking, especially when you're up there by yourself, of course. So trying to stay out of your head is enough. But serving us a solid performance, she did good, but there definitely could have been more pow. Like it kind of felt like she was going through the motions a little bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm going to do this move here. I'm going to shake a little. I'm going to improvise, but that's not really <laughs> a move. It was still cute, Jiggly. It was cute. Yeah. And it could be that she was in her head and she was worried about forgetting her routine that she wasn't able to like fully be present. So that could uh, be part of it too. Like I'm just assuming. So I could be totally wrong listeners, but this is just right. what seems like 
quite a large possibility happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been watching a lot of Drag Race um, over the years, so it's just a guess. <laughs> yes, girl. All right, we have to move on because next we have Kylie Sonique Love, who's doing this sultry jazz song performance. I love a gold number, especially on a hot body. I mean, come on. Like, Kylie is not here to play with y'all. She was serving. I haven't seen Kylie on Drag Race since the holiday special and before then their season. So Mm -hmm. this is just very exciting to see Kylie. Yeah, I thought it it really stood out as one of the better like singer singing uh, queens during the talent show. So I thought, I don't know, she had a really pretty like dress on and just very like uh, sexy performance. And it was sexy without being like overly sexy. It was just right for like that kind of jazzy burlesque mood. Most definitely. So next we had, uh, we saw Raja O'Hara make a dress in one minute. Girl, were you impressed? My anxiety was spiking. I was like, oh, this bitch is not about to actually make a dress in 60 minutes. And then they had the nerve to put the countdown on the screen. Right. I was biting my lips tongue inside of my cheek like i just want to see raja do well this season so i was very happy to see this go off without a hitch and it was very fun it was definitely it made it for like a fun moment like if you were to watch it like on like in the club or something somewhere like on a tiktok yeah like (laughs) i don't know just it's it was a fun like performance kept you on the edge of your seat definitely how much time do i have left 40 seconds amazing (laughs) it would have been great if she's like oh fuck (laughs) and you're just like just watch it go downhill i don't know but that's what i would have said No, I'm glad that Raja did her talent successfully. And I, you know, it was a simple dress, but I mean, she was made it a minute and it looked fine. So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, no complaints. She can go to the club and that. Oh, yeah. Next, we have Akira Chanel Davenport, who lip synced to her own mega mix. <laughs> I just love how all of the all stars, they come ready. Like, what was it, Trixie Mistel and Bob? They're like 17 singles dropped. Yeah. After the, <laughs> yeah. After the premiere. I was like, for real. <laughs> I mean, how could you not love it, though? Like, you could argue that she wasn't doing that much, but I mean, it's her song. She looks fabulous. She's so sexy in drag. Um, very cute out of drag as well. So I was feeling the Akira fantasy and she was serving the girls. Yeah. And I, I love Akira too. Like this one, it just kind of like did not stick out for me. I thought it was really good. Just it kind of got mixed in mm-hmm. with everything else and just kind of felt safe to me. But for sure, it, she's definitely talented. So I'm not going to discount like how good she is. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely entertaining. Um, you know, we saw a lot of people like lip syncing, but I think for her, like she was really good at the dancing portion and it was nice to see a little bit more of a, like a hip hop pop sort of thing instead of mm-hmm. just like, you know, the same old club mix every time. Yes. Give us some flavor. Yes, girl. I was loving the flavor. Next, we have Trinity K. Bonet who did comedy. Uh, can we just skip over this one? Like, <laughs> it makes me very feel very uncomfortable, like thinking about it. Very heavy secondhand embarrassment over here. Like, it's oh my gosh, how many queens have we seen go up with the comedy number? And you know, it's going to be hit or miss. And Trinity K. Bonet is one of my favorite drag race girls of all time. Just kind of seeing what they do online. Why didn't she just stick to what she knew? She could have given us like a dance number and just been fine. 
I get wanting to push yourself, but comedy, like, I don't think I can be funny on purpose. And I know, like, comedians, that's actually work. So that would terrify me. Yeah, girl. Like, where are the jokes? And you have to worry about, like, yeah, people responding to the jokes. Oh, I thought that was a joke, but apparently it wasn't one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even without the flubs and stuff like that, like, her joke was just not funny. Right. Um, It was still flat. Yeah. It was not good. So even if she had performed it well, like, I still don't think it would have been a good performance, which is unfortunate, you know? I know a lot of people it are excited is. about Trinity. I know, I know. Maybe next week will be better. But um, I like the outfit. And what also didn't help her was she was kind of hiding behind her hair. Yeah. I think if we could see her face a little more, we might have been able to catch some of those facial responses that right. a lot of the queens will do when they do comedy. And that's kind of my issue with her entrance, too, is that her face was so covered in it. It was kind of hard to tell who it was at first. Well, while we're on the topic, that was very pedestrian for yeah. um, trinity she's like okay i'm here let's get started like that shirt was a a little too long like it should have been above the knee i don't know anyways next we have eureka who is giving us a performance that i could totally see on the hbo show we're here uh that's that's what i said stoney said the same thing she's like okay here we go getting the like we're here moment this is the moment where the queens come out and drag yeah for the first time and then this is where eureka comes out and joins them with the vocals you better rise <laughs> up and save the world i don't know well, i was well and i was also uh watching bussy queen on youtube and she was just like what a shady queen she was just like yeah like eureka basically went out there like as a like memorial to her like dead mother and was like <laughs> basically like daring the judges to fucking criticize her like i hope you fucking would <laughs> right i love i love the message i love the message but i was like definitely thinking am i watching we're here or like <laughs> episode one of a drag race talent show yeah i was like this is not sasha velour so maybe you should stick to your own lane (laughs) i mean she did a good job in the end so i mean it's eureka and and rest in peace to her mom absolutely because we knew how close they were it was actually a good performance i don't want to like sound like oh it was terrible because it was really good just just it was fun and shady (laughs) and it was a vibe shift too like, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. right. It was a vibe shift. Like, we were looking for something more upbeat, but, you know, we can't be those assholes that hate on it. We're not going to do yeah. that. At least she didn't <laughs> flub any of the lyrics. <laughs> but, uh, all right, moving on, we have Scarlet Envy, whose talent is Burlesque Bubbles. I would pay to see this show. I sure in the hell would. Ooh. I would, too. I feel like this was very smart of her because... Honestly, you just throw up, put a couple like bubble like toys out there and then just like <laughs> kind of like take some clothes off, like spin a little bit like in that thing, that huge bubble thing on the stage was really cool to see. Like uh-huh. I just loved it. It's very reminiscent of Naomi Smalls for me when she did her like fashion number. And we're like, oh, this bitch is just really going to walk around the stage and strut. Yeah, she knows her strengths. And so does Scarlet Envy because the bubbles was just a nice little added bonus because we got plenty of the Scarlet Envy, sultry, sassy, and sexy personality. And we got some fun stuff. Who doesn't like bubbles? Yeah. I mean, like when when you look at the whole talent show as a whole, I feel kind of nooch about this performance. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. 
Um, I would say it's closer to good than bad, for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, I, what I really do like was how she made those, like, you know how the um, burlesque dancers have, like, the feather plumes that they kind of put in front of them? I thought it was really mm-hmm. creative that she did that, but except, like, had it be bubbles so that she could, you mm-hmm. know, blow the bubbles, but then still have it be, like, a prop. Oh, yeah. I noticed that as well, like, um, more of the traditional fan shape. And this is a variety show, listeners, so we're not going to get singing and dancing numbers from all the queens. Definitely. Uh, next was one that I actually really enjoyed, even though it was critiqued pretty heavily, and that would be Silky Nutmeg Ganache, who took us to church. <laughs> I did like this in the beginning. It felt like it slowed down a little bit towards the end. That could be editing, but I didn't think it was bad. I mean, she's playing an instrument and singing, so... That's a talent. I didn't think it was bad either. I mean, I could understand the critique they gave a little bit, but she was playing piano. She has a pretty good voice. Like, I didn't think it was bad. And I also saw online where Silky said that she, her talent did not get approved or something last minute. So she just made this up in the hotel room. Oh. Like the night (laughs) before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about context. Well, that that makes me just like the performance even more then. So I'm just going to give the judges a a shoot and you guys need to sashay away. (laughs) (laughs) Silky was great. I don't know. All right. Next, we have Serena Cha-Cha, who performed her own song about wigs and used baby powder (laughs) as a special effect. I don't. I was so confused. Like, okay, listeners, I know we didn't pick Serena for any of our fantasy teams. Um, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> I want, I wanted her to come back and do well. I was so confused by this. I was expecting her to use the prop and maybe like do more hairography or like interact with the wigs more. But instead she completely blocked the view of the wigs did not use the whole stage and just i just shimmied in front of the wigs i just don't (laughs) don't get it i don't understand like if you are promoting your wig company which is cool to do that right like all these queens are trying to make coins but like why wouldn't you just do like a bunch of wig reveals like do like the roxy and just like do like fun reveals yeah, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, why would you not just do like a couple wig reveals or something like that? Like if the whole song's about wig or like have, you know, maybe start out with a really long one that you can kind of like whip back and forth and then do a reveal to shorter to shorter. I don't know. But yeah. Tell a story. Yeah. Tell a story. Do something instead of block the only know. thing you brought out to highlight your performance. Do like something like Nene Leaks, like buy a wig or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And she was like, the, she's like the only uh, Latino person that has no rhythm, like, because <laughs> she had some real sharp, jarring dance moves. Oh no. You know, the flow doesn't come naturally to, to everyone. It's like, mama, the cha-cha is where it's at. Just do what you're good at. The natural swagger um, hits differently for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> Next up, we have Ginger Minj performing her song about gummy bears. I'll let Stoney talk about this one. Uh-oh. No, it just had like a moment like after I watched the episode the next day, Ginger like posted something on Twitter and then I just couldn't get the fucking song out of my head like where she's like, gummy, yummy, yummy, gummy. All <laughs> day. Gummy, yummy, yummy, All yummy, day. Yummy, He's bear. singing the song. I was like, what the fuck? But like. <laughs> <laughs> it's an addicting song. It's good. <laughs> I did go back and watch the actual video for it and it is super catchy, but it's like having Stoney sing it to you for 
25 hours. I feel like yeah. it was made to be like a commercial <laughs> for like kids on Disney's like uh, channel so that that way, that way they're like addicted to gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely subliminal messages in there for yeah. sure. If there are any gummy bear companies that are legit and animal cruelty free, please reach out to Ginger. I mean, we'll only take 5%. <laughs> Ginger's basically like, eat carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, Willy Wonka set too. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yes, girl. All right. Last but not least, we have Jara Sophia who is jiggling those titties. Okay. So the titties... <laughs> They were definitely entertaining. I didn't know what to expect. I saw something was coming. And you just never know with Yara. And I was cackling. I didn't know how to process this at all. But by the end of it, I felt like I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I enjoyed, like, I mean, Yara's just so unpredictable. And her doing the part where she's like, oh, my back. And then she starts, like, shaking them again. like. (laughs) (laughs) And then, obviously, the ending, like, give... Next time, give the queen a fucking dollar. <laughs> like, yeah. Her her talent was, like, just so ridiculous that it stood out to be, like... Yes. Like, you know it's going to be memes, you know? Like, I think that's why she won. Like, whereas more, like, I guess you would say technically talent, talented people, like Jan and, and others, like, I was like, damn, like, I don't know. Like, I get why, <laughs> I get why Jara won, but I, I don't know. I mean, if you're Jan, you just like went out there, sung your ass off, sounded amazing, had like a full like moment, and then you get beat by like Yara, who just went out and like shook like shook, shook her, her titties. titties. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, damn. Well, well it makes shit. you think about TV because you have all these like, oh, this place has talent, and um, you know, making the band this, making the group that, whatever. And it always seems to come back what would be good for TV. Like somebody could sing their ass off and get overlooked or dance their ass off and get overlooked. That just shows, I guess, the the talent pool that we have for this season of All Stars. True. All right. Like we said, Jara wins the competition. And the bottom two end up being Serena Chacha and Trinity K. Bonet. Dun, dun, dun. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. I think the judging was right for once. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think the judging, uh, well, I mean, some of the, like, the winning portion was maybe a little bit, the judging Skewed. was a little bit off, but for the bottom two, definitely the judging was correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, gals, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here. When we get back, we'll go ahead and just finish out this episode. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, 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 back again to get into <laughs> the full coverage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so, of course, you know, um, there is no runway this week. The girls are just standing there in their talent show garb. Yes, no runway. So we've only got what the performances, what performances yes. have been shared to go off of. That's right, girl. 
So then backstage, the girls give all their sob stories about having to vote someone out. (laughs) And then uh, we get back to the main stage because, of course, since Yara Sofia is the winner, she has to lip sync against this week's lip sync assassin, who is Coco Montrese. You know, I've seen clips of Coco, and of course we've seen Coco on the show before. I'd say that this is a good selection for Lip Sync Assassin. Definitely. She was giving yeah. me, like, Tina Turner vibes with, like, her outfit. Mm-hmm. Feeling yes. it. Yes, girl. So they perform. I thought that definitely Coco won the Lip Sync. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. No shade. No shade. But no Coco, shade. Coco ate that's, that. That's yeah. right, girl. Um, So that means that the queen that the group um, voted out is going to be going home, which Coco will announce. And uh, and that means that Serena has to cha-cha-cha her way out of the competition. Uh, This is sad, just mainly because um, for me, I perceive it as sad. Not sad for Serena. She's doing just fine. But yeah, is she though coming like into the show? <laughs> coming into the show where there's like you know podcasts that didn't select you for their their fantasy league, and to prove them true, <laughs> it can't be easy. Yeah, she she definitely did her best to spin it positively. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yes. but she's still here, so that's cool. Yeah. She still got her business. Don't ask Akira about it. Yeah, not not great reviews on Yelp. I hear. <laughs> I think that's honestly the saddest thing about Serena is just it's like, damn, like she's her whole thing is like she's starting this wig business and then she has like a terrible like review from Akira who just blasted it all over the internet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh no. And then you oh, go yeah. out first. I think she'll be fine though. Like this is Drag Race. Somebody has to go first and. At the end of the day, she didn't bring it enough. You can see the growth that has definitely occurred. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be a total jerk. Yeah. But compared to everyone else, I mean, the cards fell how they were going to fall. Definitely. So uh, as she's about to leave the workroom, Rue tells her that all is not lost. There is a game within a game. We don't know what it is yet. But she still has a chance to come back. I can't wait to figure this out. I swear it's like some Big Brother stuff. I think we're going to have like an episode come up in the future where they've all been doing the challenges individually. It could be. I don't know. Or just an episode where they have to do a a special competition to see who comes back in. (laughs) Well, I hope hope that Serena's stretching until the other girls get there. (laughs) That's right, girl. So the one thing I do want to talk about this week in Untucked is Ginger talking about the hate that she got from season seven and that it brought her to a very dark place. So I thought it was very brave of her to talk about that story and just wanted to remind everyone listening, this is what can happen when you send all these tweets and tag the dolls in your shady tweets. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are all humans, even you trash fucks out there that do this kind of behavior we cannot send hate or any ill will towards people that we're watching on a tv show we don't know these people everyone needs to calm down it broke my heart to hear that about ginger but i'm so happy that she was able to pull through and you know grow over that because that's exactly what it is it's the journey's hard sometimes but people that want to bring you down 
just leave them in the weeds and step on them or over them. That's right, girl. Definitely. We love you, Ginger. Very, very proud of you for sharing that story and even happier that you're still here. Amen. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and throw it over to Stony, who is going to tell us all about the Fantasy League standings after episode one. Yeah. So after one full episode, we really only had one challenge this week. So <laughs> there's really only one uh, one category to give out. And that well, is Ginger the w- won the mini challenge. What was the mini challenge? The reading, the challenge. reading challenge. Oh my god! Wow. Do I have to do everything around here? Did you hear my bad bimini? That was my bad bimini. Oh my gosh! Hang on. <laughs> Let me try again. I forgot about Honey. it. Um, Tabulating the points. Nope. It's Tabulating. Not so, I got thirty points because Ginger won the reading and Yara won the main challenge. So. After one full episode, I am in the lead with 30 points. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. You wanted a twist? (laughs) You wanted a twist? (laughs) (laughs) And kudos to us because once again, we did not pick Serena Chow Chow in our Fantasy League and she went home first. You make it sound like you're never picking Serena Chow Chow. Never. You're like, once again, we did not pick Serena Chow (laughs) Chow. I mean, it's not a good horse to bet on, unfortunately. I know. No, we are. Stoney's correct. We were right this time again. I'm very proud of that. Like we're yeah. we're really good at looking at the cast and seeing like what's going to happen. That's yeah. so cute for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girls. So um, definitely stay tuned for a fun season. You know, I think we're like you know on the upswing after what could be described as a, a choppy season of Drag Race Down Under. Um, so we have lots of fun uh, podcasts in the future for you. Make sure you're subscribed and leave a review if you liked it, and yes. make sure that you um, uh, make sure that you send us tips if you want because we love getting money for our hard work. Oh yeah, we love a tip. And if you can't leave any coins, um, of course, you know, leave us a free five star review and rating. Yeah. Only five stars, please. <laughs> oh, and also one quick little tidbit. You've all been waiting and asking me. Um, we Ooh. will be having a Google form shared on social media. So check the TFC pod timelines and the website. Thanks for coming podcast.com. If you haven't already, I've set up a simple submission form where you listener can follow our rubric so our fantasy league rubric you pick four queens just like we did um keep your score every week and this form will let you enter your score from the episode as well as your overall total score and that will populate to a chart that i will track and share with you all later yeah so no cheating if you do want to participate this is just like for fun no like just be honest with what you're doing because if we can tell like someone's just being like crazy like we'll just not include you in the in the fantasy league (laughs) yeah don't make me do it yeah you're fucking banned don't make me do it i'm um i'm real petty so i will highlight your name in red on the chart for everyone to see if something looks real sketch zone yeah so This is our first foray into including the listeners into our fantasy league. So just kind of don't fuck it up for everybody else. That's right. We're going to have fun. We're going to keep it light. 
I will know. I'll get my Miss Frizzle on. I will know <laughs> if you're acting up. And I could um, simply delete or share everyone. And everyone knows what red, ne- red means now. That's right, girl. <laughs> red means you a hoe. You's shady. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you all. Thanks for a fun premiere episode with us over here. Thanks for coming. The Most Magically Gay podcast. We, of course, will be back tomorrow, like we said, with your episode two recap. So make sure you stay caught up. You know, we'll keep we'll keep these coming out just as fast as RuPaul puts them out. Oh, yeah. We're here for you, listeners. Yes, girl. But until then, bye. 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 This is a game within a game. Who wants to play a little game?